0: Hello, and welcome to a Mind Matters podcast presented by A Light for Change, where we talk about the who, what, where, how, and why we as a community can make positive changes. The win is up to all of us, and it starts with you. Before I start, let's get into a positive zone, and I'll share my thoughts on a question from Graduate Thrivers Pads cards. The card drawn is green for creative thinking, and the question is, if you could be an animal, what animal would it be? I actually think the cosmic me picked well, and I align with my last astrological sign, the lion. Lions are fierce and protective, but also loyal and community oriented. The lion represents an abundance of strength, courage, and wisdom in leadership, which is what I choose to embody as my character on my current path. This is season two, The Role We Play, episode 13. Your life is your responsibility. You are the only one who can take responsibility for your life. Despite others' involvement in the moments of your life, it is you who chooses. In society, we accept blame being placed on someone's socioeconomic circumstances or quality of family life. Yet there have always been members of society who rise above and overcome these factors, just as as there have always been traumas through the generations. Life will throw at you what it will. But you are responsible for your emotional rule your life story and your memorial life paints the scenery on the pages of your book but you get to choose how the script is written i want my book to be of life to be an edge of your seat riveting read that has the reader emotionally entwined in my story and invested in knowing all the details how about you it doesn't matter what your pages say so far each day you get to add a new page to your book, sometimes two, so live each day to seize the moments that give your pages depth and emotion, uncertainty surrounded by wonder. Because you are the author of your own book of life, you get to choose the emotional rule of the moment you are recording. When you experience a moment, it goes to the brain for processing, determining how you feel about the experience which triggers a full range of possible storylines. I like to refer to the processing action of it all as labeling the rules default, charged, or balanced. When we are surviving life's rapid punches, we tend to resort to the default emotional rule, relying on what we know from experience to judge how we will react or choose society's common rule because it is accepted. This default says if you are slighted, be angry. Love is good, follow it without question. Be scared of what is different. Judgment is truth and all kinds of other limiting things. I have always struggled with presenting in front of a crowd because my default emotional rule says I should be scared and worried based on past stumbles and judgments. However, I have always had what it takes the message, the charisma and the compassion to lead. All those days my pages were filled by stories guided by my default emotional rule were part of the rising action, but the real action didn't start until my emotions became charged. Emotional rule can be charged positive or negative based on the severity of knockout punch life throws at you. Sometimes life can hit so hard it literally changes your life. In the blink of an eye, you can start to walk the path of an addict or an influencer. You can lose people as fast as you gain them. You can climb the ladder of success as fast as you can fall from it. So much so, it can all be a blur. My story became a riveting tale in my darkest days. It was there I learned the meaning of living to be alive. Amongst all the colorful characters, I discovered myself. I had to embrace the change of how all the negative emotions I felt and how it charged me and let the world know I genuinely felt that way in order to recognize how feeling that way made me choose to behave. Call it guardian angels or a unique ability, but I was able to mesh my negative mind into a negative environment and charge myself to the epitome of positive. Having learned, I made my life negative by thinking life was such. I focused solely on the good, setting all that was not in my control to the side. I soon became drained, ignoring the signs I was engaged with energy leeches, unaware of the total knockout blow life was about to deal. I taught my children to focus on what they could do and celebrated who they were. But the world is full of leeches who don't understand. My eldest struggled with bullies who didn't understand why he didn't need to conform when they did, compounded by the fact that he was the local avenger for all who didn't meet societal standards to be socially accepted. It didn't matter how positive the way I raised him was if the community he was raised in didn't do the same. In my pain, I championed for society to see the light and recognize their role in raising our children by example. That positivity pushed the message of hope further than I could have ever thought, but because it was charged, it flittered out as the shocking pain eased. My pain remained, forever to be afflicted by its negative charge, but the positive message still needed to be heard, so I had to learn to balance my emotional rule. Balance is formed by accepting the lesson in your pain and allowing yourself to grow from it, transforming how you express in your productive, leisure, and self-care moments of each day. Balancing your emotional rule means to recognize when a moment engages a particular default response, to choose when to give it charge for momentum, and to obtain a calmness from the growth each moment brings you. Most days, my aura is bright, but there are often days when my default kicks in and my light seems dim. That's when I need to remind myself of the lessons and be reminded by them how important it is for me to shine my message. Likewise, on the days I shine so bright it's blinding, I can feel defeated by how many seeds I planted that the minds were not ready to take. I need to remind myself that life toils each mind differently and the garden will bloom as long as I keep sowing seeds of hopeful joy. Robert T. Kioske once said, Emotions are what makes us human. They make us real. The word emotion stands for energy in motion. Be truthful about your emotions. Use your mind and emotions in your favor, not against yourself. You are responsible for understanding your thoughts and how you allow them to impact your choices going forward. It is your role to experience all the emotions, learn from them and grow into an aware being. You are in control of the tone on each page in your book of life. When we read a book, we become captivated by the people, places and events in the story because the main character, you in this case, transforms into the hero of the story during the interactions with them. You are responsible for living those experiences that lead you down your authentic path. If you don't, you will feel unfulfilled and possibly lost regarding what you should do with your life or its worth. It is through your experiences that you discover your unique talents and abilities, how to productively use them to give back to society while creating meaningful connections with others who go on to retell of your experiences together. It is kind of like in a role play game where the non player characters give you tidbits of information that are crucial to understanding what you do in the game. You are responsible for interacting with as much of the experience as you can so you can learn as much about yourself, and what your purpose might be. Exploring your talents and abilities starts when you are young, open-minded, and full of wonder. But it doesn't stop there. At least, it shouldn't. Each time we learn something new about ourselves, learn to overcome emotional setbacks, and grow from an experience, we open doors into different possibilities than we had. So why should we limit ourselves to what society thinks we should be talented at? We all experience the world differently to draw out of us our unique and authentic abilities so we can each achieve our own unique authentic purpose, be it mundane or grand. I have walked along many paths, zigging and zagging my way forward through success and failure, joy and turmoil, from which I learned my adaptability, my cunning resilience, my astute sensibility, and my compassionate understanding as well as my courteous problem-solving skills, my love for planning both urban and events. And all those lessons got me through the biggest emotional blow life has thrown so far, having a child become an angel. I use these talents and abilities I discovered in myself to help others, together solving the problem of people being miserable by shining our lights and planting one seed at a time. We use our talents to help each other by transforming them in ways we can productively give back to the community. We give back by fulfilling a need through our employment, by spending money and trading goods earned through being productive, by spreading cheer in our example joie de vie, and by guiding and aiding our fellow community members. I I try to keep all those ways of giving back as my objective in running light for changes, but I added one more way in that I support the authentic craft, talent, or ability of my fellow community members, so we all flourish. In doing so, I am creating connections that expand my experiences. With each connection, I realize just how beautiful and varied humanity is. Every person I connect with holds a special place in my memory. Perhaps a heartfelt recollection of an experience or hopeful intentions for future. Either way, I could hardly name but one or two. Some of my favorite connections, though, have been made while becoming the emotionally hygienic counselor for A Light for Change because they really opened my eyes to pains we hold in our minds and the traumas we feel in our hearts, highlighting so many contradictions to popular opinion. We all love a song lyric. Why not a quote from a singer? Demi Lovato gave the concept such simple elegance when she said, Every life has a purpose. Share your story and you may help someone find their own. You are are responsible for your life story. For all its twists and turns, its highs and lows, and its emotional roller coaster. It is our role in life to understand how we grow from our experiences and how captivatingly special our storybook is to creating the big picture, each building a pixel in the grand mural. It is in this picture we join Almighty, a mere speck, but immortal if there is someone to remember us retell our story. Like a television screen, the picture changes as time ticks by. And some pixels turn off while others turn on. If there is someone to memorialize you in thought, word, or action, your light is eternal, only to go out when we are gone and forgotten. It is our responsibility to remember, be remembered for the life we live, the impact we make, and the energy we put out. Your purpose in experiencing life is so you can shine a tiny pixel of light into the mind's eye of the creator. It doesn't care if you are remembered in a good way or not, as long as the multitude of experiences keeps alerting the picture. I, on the other hand, hope we are all remembered for the good for a very long time after we are gone. The life we live, or more the way we live is important to how we are remembered because it is the culmination of experiences recalled by others if you live a life that is angry and aggressive those who knew you then will remember you as such if you spent most of your time getting creative and thinking outside the box you will re- be remembered as such as well i hope that the days i hope that as my days leave me I am remembered for having seen the best in others, wanting them to shine. I know some will only remember the day I partied hard, and some will only remember my actions under addiction's influence. Some will recall how I taught, while others, how I would always learn. And some will see me only as the dancer I was for so long. Each person I have met will remember me differently. But no matter which part of my life they remember i hope they feel they should recall the good times and laugh at the not so much so all who remember me after i was gone from the moment do so because i made an impact on the moments we live together it is the way we alter the moment with our energy that leaves a lasting impact when we think of the word impact we think big changes But impact is made with every interaction, like leaving behind your fingerprints. The little impactful prints sway the mood, they present solutions or possibilities. Sometimes they are a blockade and often they are a new perspective. No no matter what message they leave behind, they affect the holder thereafter. I used to think that I had to do big things to be impactful until a series of chance encounters with similar outcomes, made me see the power of the small moments. I'm not sure why these encounters aligned to so many in a month's span, but nonetheless, 15 different high school peers approached me randomly in stores, parks, and the like, recalling stories of what it was like to have me as a lab partner, or the nice things I had done for them in the yard. Some had stories of parties, while others of deep conversations but very few of them I remembered myself. It shocked me to realize that these once peers of mine recalled me in vivid detail when to me those moments were trivial. I am not ashamed of my not-so-nice days, but these encounters made me think about how I affected those people I met while learning some painful lessons. I sought some I could recall out and was blessed to hear that what, was, that what I thought was mean was seen as simply being matter of fact, though they still viewed me as a snob. I was even more blessed to make friends with those I sought to make amends with, but have been told by others who sought to make amends that their encounters were not so well received, even hostile. Whether we realize who we impacted or, and how or not, We are constantly leaving our fingerprints in the minds of others, while at the same time recording theirs in our minds. There are traditionally three eight-hour parts to a regular day. Your productive time, also known as your job, your leisure time to to do what you wish with, and self-care time, which is usually spent sleeping. The energy we put out during these activities determines most of how we will remember the moment But because we are responsible for so much, I break it into four six-hour sections and have some of it overlapping, adding in home life. If you fill all four categories doing what you love, then undoubtedly you will put out an abundance of positive energy, which will encourage others to feel in motivation. However, society is set up in such a way that rarely... Are we happy in all four areas of our lives, if even one of them? All of those moments that you wallow in thoughts of misery, you are exuding an air of negativity that even with, when subtle can be perceived by others, altering how they approach you, and so too how you are remembered. There is no science to perfect human interaction. You can only be aware, which gives No guarantee to the outcome. I try my best to put out bright, positive light energy all the time, but there are still people who read my energy and want to be sick, particularly first thing in the morning when they would rather be left alone. Many spirituals relate light and color to the aura or energy of our souls entangled with our physical chakras, but I realize mine moves through the spectrum. I like to say those colors attach themselves to the memory bricks that build our stairway to heaven, on earth and the cosmos. I think when my eyes are ready to see my staircase, that would be, it would be a collage of colors, some bright, some deep and jeweled, some dark and colorless, some timidly pastel, and perhaps even, if, even a few neon ones. I know my energy was not always what I thought was right for the moment, but I know in the end balance was created. Now I know each moment I created the energy that mortars the stones in my stairway together. A line from Pilgrim in the Show, Badlands, is perfectly to the point. What is the soul, if not a record, of our lives, immortal only as long as we are remembered? It is our responsibility to record as many experiences onto our souls, so our souls may learn to feel, heal, and grow, while transforming into the sentient beings they are. It is our role in life to leave lasting impressions imprinted in the minds of others about who we are authentically, encouraging the same for others. Living responsibly means living fully for the joy of being alive, having the attention, to leave good in your wake. When you are feeling overburdened with daily responsibilities, remember what your true responsibilities are when choosing the importance of each task. Understand which emotions you allow to rule a moment so your life story reflects the authentic you as it journeys through each experience. Ensure you will forever be remembered with love. Your life is your responsibility. Why not live it to the fullest, making every day count? Accept others for being the authors of their own story as they weave in and out of yours. Be a responsible human and live to feel alive. As I leave you to think on this topic, I challenge you to think about this mindfulness exercise until then as well. Think about what steps you can take to ensure you will take responsibility for your past by healing from it, for your present by choosing to be happy, for your future by planning to be true to your core values and your immortality by leaving cherished fingerprints in the mind of others. I will close the conversation by drawing another card from the Positive Attitude Zone cards. The question will be the opening question for next episode. The card drawn is yellow for forethought and the question is, what would you like to do better? We will get to that next week, but in the meantime, you can get your pass cards, Positive Attitude Zone, at www.GraduateThrivers.com. That's spelled capital G, small R-A-D, capital U, small I-T, capital T, small H-R-I-V-E-R-S.com. Stay wonderful, wholesome, happy, open-minded, and natural, smiling as much as you can. Take care until we talk again. This has been Heidi Hardy on the mind matters podcast created by a light for change